Hello and welcome to Offbeat Grad. My name is Sam. We're still dying in the pandemic, but we're still here. Um, today, I had a poll on my Instagram to ask you people what you wanted to hear on the podcast today, which was an important question because nobody's listening. Um, usually, I have a pretty high high listenership, um, not to brag, but it has plummeted recently, and I'm blaming coronavirus like I am with everything else in my life. So anyway, I thought I'd ask you people what you wanted to hear so I don't drone on about the same thing again, and guess what? You guys <laughs> want me to drone on about the same thing again. So we're going to talk today about working from home, but I decided to take a new angle because a lot more people are working from home now than before. Before, I felt like I was a pioneer. It was just me being a freelancer, doing my own thing. But now, everyone's doing it. So, I was first. I started this trend. I just want everyone to be aware of that. But also, a lot of people are working from home with spouses, partners, roommates, family members, etc. who never did before. I know that that's been an adjustment for me and um, people I know and <laughs> I think it's a unique challenge. I'm used to working from home alone and I'm no longer alone and it's different. So let's talk about <laughs> what to do with that. So this will specifically deal with working from home with someone else, but it also applies to just working from home alone if you're doing that. Um, because working from home, I think a lot of people assume it's a fun, easy time, and it's just like we're all having we're having a party 24-7, we're like watching Netflix, we're jamming out to like grunge rock, and we're just having a good time in our PJs, but in reality, it can be very stressful, and I think that's coming through right now. I feel a lot of validation with all the people who are realizing that work from home is actually the worst sometimes. <laughs> I like working from home for what it's worth, um, but I, I do agree. It has a lot of challenges, and if you're used to working in an office, it is both a blessing and a curse. So let's talk about the challenges of working from home. Mainly, they are that your work never stops, and it sucks <laughs> because it's hard to define a living and working space. And that is a big, horrible part of, of being on in control of your own workspace and in control of your own hours, if you are in control of them. Um, there's usually a lot more flexibility that comes with working from home. I know that's not true for every workplace, but with a lot of them, you might no longer have a manager who is checking in with you daily. You might not have the same number of meetings, or there's just the fact that your coworker isn't sitting next to you and no one can really see what you're doing. <laughs> so you, you might get away with a lot more than usual, but that could be a challenge. You might need that supervision or that pressure to like really get work done. And I think this is a situation when you really realize that. Um, I've heard personally don't need that, but it, it does help and it's an adjustment. So let's talk about what you can do. Oh, and in addition, a lot of people now have other people around, like family members, who are a distraction for on purpose or not, but just because everyone's working doesn't necessarily mean that it's a defined space. And I live in a one-bedroom apartment, which makes it even more challenging. I usually love my one-bedroom apartment, but right now I feel like it's really small and it's been really hard to adjust to living and working in here literally 24-7 with no break. So we're, we're living, we're laughing, we're loving. But anyway, 
I've got some tips. So first, you need to define your space. I've said this one a million times. Living in a one-bedroom apartment made this very clear to me because you can't just you can't just work on the couch as as much as you might want to. Um, having a defined space is so important, and for me, that defined space is a tiny desk in the corner of my bedroom. So it doesn't help me that much, but it is better than working from my bed, working from my table. I don't even fit a table if that's how small my apartment is. We have a counter, but I would never sit at the counter because that's not my workspace. My workspace is my desk and I try to limit my work to my desk. So if you're trying to get by working from home, from your couch, from your living room floor, from your patio, I don't know, random places. People who have more than one room might have more to say, um, but try to define your space, whether that means you work in a home office or a desk, like whatever it has to be. Go buy a card table for $10 and use that, I don't care, but like have a distinct area. That is all I could say. And if you're working from home with someone else, um, I would make those areas as separate as possible. So probably not the best plan to like put your desk right next to theirs. That's just asking for distraction. Um, I would try to make it in a separate room if possible, but as someone who lives in a one bedroom apartment, I see why that might not be possible. Um, but do what you have to do. Um, I've seen online, a lot of people are like, oh, you need a home office or you're like not a real work from home. But in the reality, like rent is expensive and some of us can't afford a house and some of us <laughs> live in a one bedroom apartment because that's just what makes sense for our financial situation and lifestyle. So don't listen to anyone who says you need an office. You just need a desk. It'll be fine. Just a desk. It's all good. Next, make sure you set some kind of clear work hours. So I'm the worst of this, but I'm getting better. I've said that for a year. But anyway, <laughs> you just need a clear working time. So if you used to work nine to five, I would try to stick with that as much as possible. Um, it can be a little difficult if you're having a more flexible work situation, which I know a lot of people are, to really define those hours because it's tempting to be like, oh, I'll start work at noon and I'll work till 9 p.m. It's fine. Um, maybe don't do that unless you know that you thrive at 9 p.m. But in general, I would try to be very consistent. So that means you're going to start at around the same time every day and end at around the same time every day. I give myself an hour leeway on both sides. But uh, <laughs> I usually stop working by 6 and I start working by 10 at the latest. And that helps me keep my day structured. And that's even more important if you have a partner or roommate with you, just let them know these are my working hours. I'm going to take a break in the middle of the day. But um, until then, like I really need some peace and quiet. Thanks. Next is to be mindful of each other's spaces because we're all getting used to this. And for the most part, it's going to be temporary for most people. So let's just get through it alive. Um, blame your coworker, quote unquote, your dog, your the mystical ghost in your room. I don't know. Just find find a scapegoat and just be mindful of each other's spaces. Um, if you're used to listening to music out loud, wear headphones. This has been really hard for me because usually I listen to my ambient sounds out loud and I jammed them and sometimes I listen to music and I jam to that and now suddenly I have to wear headphones and it's fine like it's really not a big deal but it is a change so keep that in mind. Next, <laughs> um, try to do more activity if, than usual. So if you work at an office job, usually you might not be used to just taking like extended breaks to go get out of your office because it's just less of a thing. But I feel like it's really necessary, especially in times of social distancing, 
because if you don't get out of your house, you will never get out of your house because we're, we're in a weird limbo time where people can't leave um, after work or for normal things. So getting out and about uh, during the day is now very necessary. So I would take those times in the middle of your workday to just go do something else for a little bit outside, preferably. Um, we like to take walks. I take like three walks a day. That helps me a lot, but I, I've taken walks before, even before this pandemic. I would take a walk every single day with my dog, and that helped me get out of the house, but if you can't take a walk because you don't live in Florida and the weather's crappy, then stretch or do an exercise routine or, I don't know, walk around in circles, do the do the macarena, I don't know, do something. Just get up because when you sit in the same little one by one block all day and you never leave and then you end your day and go sit on the couch, like you're going to be dead inside. So don't let that be you. Next, get dressed, even if it's not as much as usual. So I'm the queen of wearing my uniform, quote unquote, which is just shorts and a t-shirt. And I don't care. I live with that. Um, <laughs> but that works for me. Um, if you have conference calls or some kind of more pressing video type situation you need to worry about, then you might need to dress a little bit more formally. I think you can definitely get away with dressing casual, very casual at um, work from home. But try to do something. Don't wear your PJs all day because that is just... It gets sad like it feels cool at first but it gets sad so I would recommend changing even if you just change to like sweatpants or leggings and like a different shirt I do that I'm, I'm living that life um, but it helps me to put the sleep away and it helps me realize when I'm getting my day started um, I'll even put makeup on sometimes I never wear like a full face of makeup um, to work from home unless I'm on a video call um, but I definitely do sometimes put makeup on because it just improves my mood it makes me feel like I'm a professional and I'm getting stuff done so do that if you feel like it will help you but definitely get dressed in some way shape or form you don't need to put on your full work outfit but like definitely put on something that's not what you slept in and that's coming from someone who loves to wear the same the same clothes every single day um, other than that, you should try to meet up with your coworkers as much as you can virtually. Um, the same goes with just like trying to connect with people in general because we live in a hellscape. But <laughs> connecting with your coworkers is a good way to like feel a little more connected to what you were doing recently. Um, so if you are not usually someone who goes to meetings or like really chats with coworkers, now might be the time. Um, I know that I do video chats with clients and I have done a lot of Slack and like Teams and stuff like that. Um, and it helps me feel really in the loop. And especially right now, because everyone's like living in this weird alternative reality, I feel like it's a good way to feel less alone <laughs> and talk to people who aren't your dog. And last but not least, I highly, highly recommend you set what I call a do not disturb mode. So I don't mean like put do not disturb on your phone, though you should probably do that because it's generally a good thing to do. Um, but I mean, let the people in your house know, um, let your friends know, let your mom know um, when your do not disturb time is. So this is when, <laughs> when you're working on something and you don't want to be interrupted. So we talked about setting clear hours, but definitely also set a do not disturb mode, which is when you're like, hey, from like two to four, I have calls and please do not bother me because I don't want... Um, everyone to see you on my video screen thanks um but just things like that so I don't know <laughs> what level of do not disturb mode you need for your workplace situation but that is definitely a part of my routine and I would recommend just 
figuring out when your do not disturb mode is and sticking with it. So that means you set it on your phone. That might mean you put a sign on your wall or your door or your dog. I don't know. My dog never honors my do not disturb mode. Um, Pets are another story, but definitely just try to set those times when you're most productive and really honor them and value them and protect them. And that is my beautiful lecture for the day. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well amidst the corona and I hope you are surviving even if you're not thriving. Um, I don't know how much longer this is going to happen for. It's been chaotic for me because one of my clients is like very much um, involved in this whole hullabaloo and it has meant that I need to be very involved which is good because I need to be paid but I also am dying so we're all dying if we think of it that way but anyway <laughs> this has been fun uh, thank you for letting me rant again and hopefully you are all doing well even if you're in a weird work from home situation and I hope these tips provided some perspective but we're all gonna be fine and you might only do this temporarily or you might love working from home quit your day job and go become a freelancer because it's fun to do this all the time under usual circumstances it's been a challenge for me right now so I can only imagine it's more of a challenge for people who aren't used to it so best of luck if you're thrown in this situation and I hope you have a productive week